Section two of the Old Soak Hail and Farewell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Old Soak and Hail and Farewell by Don Marquis. Chapter two Beginning the Old Soak's History of the Rum Demon. I will here under set down nothing but what is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. Well, in the old days, before everybody got so gosh almighty good, bar rooms was so frequent that nobody thought of setting down their scenery and habits. Usually, you went into it by a pair of swinging doors that met in the middle and didn't go full length up, so you could see over the top of the door and if anyone was to come into one door you didn't want to have talk with or anything you could see him and have a chance to gravitate out the door at the other end of the barroom while he was getting in but you couldn't see into the windows of them as a habitual custom because who could tell whether a customer's family was going to pass by and glance in well in your heart you knew you was doing nothing to be ashamed of but all families even in the good old days contained some prohibition relations the good book says that flies in the ointment send forth a smell to heaven well you felt more private-like with the windows fixed that away they was painted soaked in some stained glass it had its good sides and it had its bad sides but i will say i have been completely out of touch just as much as if i was a native of some hot country with all kinds of morality and religions of all sorts even since the bar rooms was shut up from childhood's earliest hours religion had been one of my favorite studies and i never let a week pass without i get down on my knees some time or another and pray about something any more than i would let a week pass without i washed all over it was early recollections of a good woman that kept me religious and i hope i do not have to say anything further to this gang well in spite of my religion i never went to church none because it ain't reasonable to suppose that a man could keep awake he thinks what if i should nod and he does so that always throwed me back onto the bar-rooms for my religion well then the first thing you know when you are up by the free lunch counter eating some of that delicatessen in comes a girl and says to contribute to your cause well what cause are you you ask her well she says salvation army or the volunteers or what not and so forth as the case may be or maybe she was boosting for some of these new religions that gets out of paper and these girls go around and sell it for ten cents which they always set a date for the world coming to an end well then you got a line on her religion and you was ashamed not to give her a quarter for you had spent a dollar for drinks already that morning and then all through the day there was other religions come in one after another or maybe the same religion over and over again uh, well then you kept in touch with religions and it made a better man out of you and along about evening time when you figured on going home you felt like it wouldn't be right to tell any prevarications to your wife about how you come to be so late so you just said over the phone i am starting right away i stopped into ed's place to play a game of pool after work and met a fellow i used to know i couldn't get away from him and was too thoughtful of you to insist for him to come home to dinner so he insisted i ought to have a drink with him for old time's sake 
and if it hadn't been for being in contact with different religions all day you would have lied outright to your wife and felt mean as a dog about it when she found you out well then it needs no further proof that the abolishment of the saloon has taken away the common people's religions from them but it is my message to tell just what the barrooms was like and not to criticize the laws of the land even when they are damn foolish and so many of them are so i will confine myself to describing the barroom and the rum demon well i never saw much rum drunk in the places where i hung out sometimes some bacardi into a cocktail but for my part cocktails always struck me as wicked the good book says that the lord started the people right but that men had made many adventures well then i took mine straight for the most part except when i needed some special kind of pick-up in the morning and the good book says not to tarry long over the wine cup and i never done that neither except a little rhine wine in the summer time but mostly took mine straight well then to come down to describing these phantom places over which the raven says never more but the posterity of the future may wish to have its own say-so about well there was a long counter always kept wiped off not like these here sticky soda-water counters which the boys and girls back of them always look sticky too and their sleeves look sticky and the glasses is sticky but in a decent bar-room the counter was kept swiped off clean and self-respectable and there was a brass rail with cuspidors near to it if you wanted to cuspidate it was handy right there and there's no place to hawk or cuspidate in these here soda-water dives not that i ever been in them much all that stuff rots the lining of your stomach as far as i am concerned being the posterity of a lot of scotch ancestors i never liked soft stuff in my insides i never drunk nothing but whiskey for comfort and pleasure and i never took no medicine in my life except calomel and i always held to the presbyterian religion as my favorite religion because those three things has got some kick when took inside of you well then to get down to telling just what these places was like it was surprised this generation of posterity how genteel some of them was which i will come down to in my next chapter well i will close this chapter end of section two